Welcome to the Enlightening Motherhood Podcast. Here you will find a non-judgmental community offering support to mothers raising children with extra challenges. This community was created for you to empower moms who love their children deeply, but are also feeling frustrated, overwhelmed, or just plain stressed out. We are the place for moms who are sometimes feeling at the end of their rope and are looking for hope and light. Join us as we help you enlighten motherhood. Hey everyone, it's Emily. Today I want to delve into the idea of all or nothing thinking. And the big question I want you to ask yourself, there's no right or wrong answer. I just want you to think, does all or nothing thinking affect you? Is it something that you sometimes have in the back of your mind when making decisions on how to use your time? And if so, does it serve you? Now, as I've said before, and I'll say again, I'm a recovering perfectionist. And so I absolutely had a lot of all or nothing thinking. And in fact, I can remember many times that I was so paralyzed with my inability to do what I thought was ideal that I wouldn't do anything at all, right? Like if I couldn't make the letter very well thought out, written with proper grammar, good handwriting, or if it was typed like thoughtful, whatever, um, I wouldn't write the letter. If uh, I wanted to visit someone, I felt like, well, I need to bring like cookies or bread and they have to be homemade. And so if I didn't have time to make those cookies or that bread or whatever, I wouldn't make the visit. (laughs) And it's just interesting to me because sometimes I still find myself in this trap. Um, I'm still of the opinion if I can't go get a really good workout in, then I probably won't do any workout. And so that's something I'm working on, but I want to jog your mind to see if maybe a little paradigm shift here may end up serving you in your motherhood. Okay, let's delve in. I know it's a really tricky line to walk because I simultaneously, (laughs) I am great at starting a home project that I then struggle to finish. I'm really good at being like, honey, let's go. We did this a few weeks ago. Let's go through those old boxes in the garage that I haven't opened up in like probably 12 years from our beginning marriage and we went through them and we went through them hard and we went through them heavy and we got rid of much of the things we organized a few of the other things and now there's still a box sitting in the garage it's probably a month later (laughs) I just haven't finished going through um that's not actually what I'm recommending today right and ironically I don't have, I have that problem with like home projects. I don't really have that problem professionally. When I start a professional project, I see it through. Anyways, I'm totally digressing. I'm just fascinated with my own brain right now. Um, Hopefully you found that interesting because I'm just, (laughs) I'm just going to move on. Anyways, in today's episode, I'm not going to talk about undertaking huge projects like painting your house or prepping and planting a garden or um, laying the cement for a new sidewalk, right? I'm talking about a lot of the routine tasks that sometimes seem to add up to be so big and daunting that we don't even start. Like these simple things that we have in our homes or in our lives that moms often say, there's just so many of them. There's just so overwhelmed that I don't even know where to start. And so I end up shutting off and I end up doing nothing. And what's kind of ironic in that part is that 
You think there's too much to do. Therefore, I won't do any of it. Therefore, none of it's going to get done, right? So in this kind of situation, if you even just did part of of one of those um, tasks, it would actually make a really big difference. Okay, if you're like me, you learn best with examples. So I'm gonna delve in with a lot of examples. Okay, I love to make like homemade meals from scratch. I'm very into healthy cooking and I try to be wise with my finances, but some days, you know, it's just, it's just not going to happen. Maybe the kids needed me a little bit more. Maybe we had more appointments. And so I'm often tempted to be like, okay, I don't have time to make this nice meal. So we should just go and buy fast food. (laughs) Right? Like, well, is there any, is there, does it have to be one extreme or the other? What if instead of saying, well, if I can't make this really nice homemade meal from scratch, then I'm just not going to make a homemade meal. What if there was some middle ground? Like, I can throw a very simple meal into my instant pot. The The latest one that we have found that we like, I just throw in rice, veggies, and a can of chicken or a can of beans and some seasonings. And we eat it. I, my kids are like, hey, mom, what's this? I'm like, mm, it's uh, rice, veggies, chicken, and seasonings. <laughs> Maybe I'll come up with more creative names for them one day. But, or um, a big one for us is we throw in pasta and then we put on sauce and cheese and serve it with a can of veggies or a can of fruit um is it super ideal no is it as healthy as it could be no is it healthier than mcdonald's yes (laughs) okay so do you see what i'm saying instead of having to go to the one extreme or the other maybe we can find some middle ground um another example is i really like to spend one-on-one time with each of my children uh Years ago, I used to make sure that each child got at least an hour of one-on-one time with me each week. Um, Our life was such, my husband's work was um, required low prep at the time. I was only working like two hours a week with my online teaching and our schedule absolutely allowed for it. And I loved it. I loved taking each kid on a one-on-one. I used to call it like a big brother date and a medium brother date and a little brother date. I don't know if I would call them those now, but that's what I did. Um, I'm not at a stage of life where I can do that. My husband's work is more demanding. I have, I'm teaching Tuesday through Thursday. I have four little kids and I have a life coaching business. All right. There's just a lot more on my plate. And so sometimes my mind goes to, well, maybe I don't have time to spend any one-on-one with my kids. And then I kind of remind my mind, hold on. Why do we need to have all or nothing? Is it because I can't do that hour now? I'm not going to do any time. What if I just set a timer for like, let's, let's lowball this. Okay. Something that even when my brain is feeling overwhelmed and I'm feeling that I'm in like frozen with all of this overwhelm, let's just lowball it. Hey brain, I can do three minutes. I'm going to go find my kid right now. I'm going to set a timer for three minutes and I'm going to put my phone away. I'm not even going to video it to prove it happened. Right? I'm just going to give them my complete and undivided attention for three minutes. Sometimes that three minutes will repeat and repeat and repeat. And suddenly you have 18 or 21 minutes. Um, and some that's awesome. Other times it's just going to stay at that three minutes because that's the season of life that you're in. But it is way better than the zero minutes that you have. You following? Okay, um, getting ready for the day. 
if you follow me on Instagram, um, you've probably noticed that some days I have my makeup done and my hair is styled and other days my hair was brushed out and only kind of like barely brushed out, <laughs> right? Like it was brushed out and then my kids messed with it and then it was humid and it looks like it was never brushed out to begin with. That's fine. And instead of like having to worry about, oh, I don't have time to get completely ready. I always brush out my hair and I put on deodorant. Those are my baseline minimums. So instead of saying like, oh, I don't, um, when I had my first kid, my first baby, I used to be like, oh, I don't have time to brush out my hair. Right. And I don't even have time to put on deodorant and I don't have time. And I bought into a lot of that kind of culturally created concept that looking back, it wasn't really serving me. But I was doing my best at the time and everyone's like, oh, when you have a baby, you just don't have time to take care of yourself. And so it became this, oh, I used to have 90 minutes in the morning to get ready. Now I have zero. I'm just not taking care of myself. But what if we found some middle ground? What if it didn't have to be all or nothing? If you can't have 90 minutes, can you have low ball it? Maybe five. And maybe that five will become 10. Right? Um I'm pre-recording this episode right now. It's late September, but it will be airing as we're more into the holiday season. So sometimes I know I feel a little bit paralyzed, like, oh, I just don't have time to go all out with holiday decorating. So what if you don't have time to go all out and you think I'm not going to get this done until December 23rd or whatever? What if you didn't try to do it all? What if you just did some, right? So instead of all or nothing, we can have some like we put for me I like to just put one decoration on my door it might be homemade it might be from Amazon I might let my kids pick it out at Dollar Tree I might go pick it out at Dollar Tree (laughs) right for years and years my only Halloween decoration was a pumpkin on the porch sometimes I'd let kids color it with washable markers sometimes And I felt super festive. And to me, that was way better than having zero decorations. Another example is sometimes we feel like we can't deep clean the bathroom. And I do think there's a place, you know, there's systems and routines you can set up to not get in the situation of being so far behind. But sometimes we still find ourselves far behind. Um, I definitely relate to that one. so sometimes I'm like, oh, my bathroom's a mess. Oh, my ba- every day. Like, oh, it's still a mess. Oh, look, it's still a mess. Oh, look, it's still a mess. And so I end up like not doing anything. But what if I just took 60 seconds, 120 seconds to grab a Clorox wipe and wipe off the counter? And if the counter's covered in things, what if I just, and I'm like, oh, I need to clear all that clutter off the counter. Oh, I need to clear all that clutter off the counter. What if I stopped worrying about clearing all that clutter off the counter? And I just took three things off the counter three don't have time for three what about two right do you get what i'm saying our mind is so used to saying oh i can't do it all so i'm not going to do any of it but some is surely better than none okay these are all just examples and as you're conscious of the thought it actually doesn't have to be all or nothing you may just start to notice other areas of your life For example, saying this now, it's making me think of my van. (laughs) But anyways, um, I'm hesitating giving so many examples because I don't think that these are, you need to hit all of these areas all in one day. 
I'm just trying to jog your mind. So if you're in a situation that all or nothing thinking is not serving you, you can maybe call it like, hey, this is that all or nothing thinking. Is it serving me in this instant? You know, I really don't think it is. Or maybe it is. I don't know. You get to choose. I just want you to be aware of it. Okay. And by the way, this is super interesting. I know I'm digressing a little bit because I, I love to. <laughs> but if you've already gotten my meltdown roadmap, you'll remember that black and white thinking, that it comes stemming from one of those subgroups of why is my child melting down? And this black and white thinking um, is kind of a lagging skill that some children are a bit behind in the ability to think in gray, right? That it has to be A or B and there's no other option. It's all or nothing, there's no sum. And it can often cause some of their meltdowns. It's a skill that certain children need a little bit of extra help to learn how to handle and to develop that skill, right? As an effort to help them with their meltdowns. Anyways, I could spend a whole episode on how to help your children with black and white thinking and how to address their meltdowns and everything. But um, I, I did just want to mention that we can kind of see that crossing over to here, right? Can you see that this black and white thinking might be creeping up in our own minds as all or nothing? Right? What if we worked on helping ourselves with the skill of allowing some gray at times when having gray will serve us? Oh, and I did forget to mention, if you haven't yet accessed the why is my melting down child, goodness, why is my child melting down cheat sheet and 10 minute mini training? You are really missing out. Like I'm not turning my own horn here, but I took some really complex topics that parents often find very overwhelming. I simplified them. I made them clear, easy to understand. It's a 10 minute video and a three page document. It's beautiful. It's free. I want to give it away to as many people as possible. So go and get your free copy. Go to enlighteningmotherhood.com. Click on freebies, right? I'll link it in show notes. I'll put the direct link to it. Um, anyways, I'm hoping it will help people out. Okay. Sorry, so many rabbit holes today. <laughs> anyways, here are some more examples where um, all or nothing thinking might not be serving you. Maybe you don't, your child's bedroom is just, has way too much stuff. You know, you need to go in there. You want to declutter. You want to take out the things or you want to have your child help you take out the things that aren't really useful or used. You don't have time. You have so many other things going on that are higher priorities for you. And so what if instead of worrying about decluttering their entire bedroom, what if you have your child help you choose one toy to donate, even if it's a broken Happy Meal toy. <laughs> Sometimes that's a big skill for children to develop, to learn to part with their things and to give them to other children. So even if it's a broken Happy Meal toy, what if you just have your child help you choose one thing each day or just one thing today? <laughs> so instead of, I'm not going to declutter because I don't have time or I have to declutter the whole thing, what if... You found some middle ground in there. Okay, another example. Um, sometimes I think, oh, I really want to send a 
super sweet homemade or like very thoughtful store-bought really nice birthday card to one of my close friends and honestly that's why for years I just wasn't wishing my close friends a happy birthday (laughs) was because I felt like I had to go way all out like oh I can't just wish them happy birthday over text that's not close and personal and so instead I was just not wishing them happy birthday not because I didn't care it's because I had my own issues with thinking it had to be all or nothing so what if I found some middle ground in there instead like what if I do just send them a text and say hey I, I could even call myself hey I really wish I had time to send you a super sweet homemade card but at this season in my life I don't think it's able to happen and I'm sorry but I want you to know that I still love you even if I'm not doing that and I want you to know that I hope you have a happy birthday if they really are a close friend chances are they'll get it and if not I mean that's on them it's not on you right or I don't know, there's, I'm sure there's other middle ground. What if you found like a three by five note card and you wrote one sincere heartfelt sentence on it and then you drew a couple of hearts and then you plopped that in the mail? Or if you don't have stamps and that's going to hold you up, what if you just take a picture of that note card after you, you wrote out the sincere sentence and send it in a text explaining that you don't have envelopes and stamps, but you didn't want to use that as an excuse to not wish your close friend a happy birthday. Okay, I, I beat that one, but I, I hope you get what I'm saying here. Um, what if you really want to give your kids a sensory experience and you saw something on Pinterest and it's so cool. Like this was me. I I wanted for two summers in a row now, I, I bought the Jello to make a Jello swimming pool. And I know some of you are cringing, but it just sounded like so much fun. <laughs> and I already, I knew like-minded friends whose kids would love to come over and I knew how it would go in my head. And I, I've like summer's over pretty much and the second summer just went by and I didn't do it (laughs) but I did do a lot of middle ground things I put some water in a cake pan and I put some measuring spoons and measuring cups in the cake pan and I put a towel with those things on the table and I let my kids play with that water so they still got a nice sensory fun creative experience it just didn't have to be all or nothing right or I let them play with (laughs) play-doh like it's fine. It doesn't have to be, I'm going to do this super huge Pinterest thing, or I'm not a good mom. No, you can be a good mom and just do something, right? Just do something. Okay. Anyways, I think we've had enough of those examples, but sometimes doing the small, not all or nothing thing will get the ball rolling. And you'll find that you actually do have time and energy for more, right? Sometimes when you're feeling stuck, you just need that one small thing to get your momentum and to get going. And that is awesome. Now, I also want you to to know that sometimes you won't. Sometimes you will stick with just doing that one super small, not quite nothing thing. And please help yourself believe this in advance. Both are fine. Okay. Neither path is a reflection on how much you are or are not rocking motherhood. Both are fine. And while we're at it, even if you have an all or nothing mentality, you can still be a great mom. None of these things make you a better mom or a worse mom. It's just whether or not it's serving you in your motherhood to help you get more to where you want to be or to help you um, have days that are more in line with the kind of days that you would want. I hope you get that. That's a point that I'll make over and over and I'm not going to get sick of it. You can be a good mom, even when things aren't perfect. 
Okay. Anyways, again, this all or nothing mentality isn't necessarily always bad either. Like if I'm going to undertake painting my home, then yes, I do want it to be all or nothing. I don't want to put like a few strokes on the wall and then be done and leave them there for like two months. Like <laughs> I would much rather not start painting my home until I am ready and fully committed to like finish the job. Okay. So it's not a bad thinking to have when it serves us. It's just that there are other times when it might not serve us. It might hold us back. It might, you know, be a factor for why we kind of stay in that stuck mode that overwhelmed moms sometimes feel. And it can keep us from even trying. Okay. So if this sounds like something that resonates with you, as you go through your week, you might couch yourself feeling stuck in a situation that would be drastically improved with just a mindset shift. If you're curious to know how I might have that mindset mindset shift with myself, um, here's a little self-conversation that would probably help me. Like, okay, so that, that baby blew out, took a lot longer to clean up when I thought. Now we're running late. Um, I need to get my son to school on time. But I also really like to unload the dishwasher before school. Looks like I won't have any time to unload it. I probably have that thought in like two or three seconds because my thoughts in my head are pretty fast. But so I could catch myself and be like, hey, self. Yeah, usually we empty the dishwasher in the morning. And it's true that today we're running late. So maybe we don't have the full eight minutes to completely clear out the dishwasher. But can we just unload for two minutes? That way later, there's only six minutes of unloading to do. Or maybe that won't serve you and that's fine. I'm just giving you ideas here. I'm just giving you ideas. Or, okay, my bathroom needs some serious attention. But I know that the baby is waking up at any moment and that she'll need to nurse. I can't clean this whole bathroom. Like, I, I really am doubting I'm going to be able to clean this whole bathroom. So what if I just grab a quick Clorox wipe? And wipe down the sinks. Oh, and look, the baby's still asleep. Can I wipe down the toilet seat now? Oh, she's still asleep. How about the toilet base? Oh, awesome. She's still asleep. I have a chance to scrub the... Oh, wait, she's waking up. Okay, well, that's fine. Because I just did a lot more than nothing. Okay? And what I did, even though it wasn't deep cleaning the whole bathroom, it actually did make it look quite a bit better and feel a lot nicer in there. Even if it wasn't all the way clean, like I wish it were. Okay, so I wanna hear from you. How might it serve you this week to be aware of your all or nothing mentality when it does pop up? I always love hearing your ideas. Find me on Instagram, send me a DM, comment on one of my posts, or um, I'm on Facebook also, all under Enlightening Motherhood. If you'd rather send me an email, head on over to enlighteningmotherhood.com and click on contact. I read every single email that comes through. Okay. Thanks for joining me today. Can't wait to hear how this is going for you. And I hope that you have a beautiful week.